Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great episode, kind of a a beginning of a two-part series for us on the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. Yes, my name is Casey. It is kind of the part, a part of a two-part series in that as we were sitting around kind of having a conversation about what we wanted to do in the new year, one of the things that came up was, do we want to do an episode on the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And I have already made it known a couple times on this podcast that I personally am not the biggest Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Um, However, there's no denying that it has been successful um, and it's one of the most, the most successful movie based on a theme park attraction that's out there. So it kind of got us thinking, Matt, well, what other movies that are based on theme park attractions are out there and moreover why have they not found success where pirates did find success so we're going to kind of tackle the first part of that which is the movies that haven't found success why and then we'll later on on the next episode you hear be a little bit more of an in-depth discussion of the pirates of the caribbean franchise so um, yeah, let's get started with this, Matt. I think it's going to be kind of a fun episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. So I, I feel like we're going to, for the end of the episode, we're going to shelve Haunted Mansion because to me, that's the one that's got the most meat on the bone there. Feel free to stop me if you're like, oh no, I'd rather talk about that right now. But um, the other ones that I could find that were based on park attractions were there's a Country Bears movie. Um, you've got a Tower of Terror movie, which was like a direct to TV movie starring Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. Um, didn't know that. Um, obviously, you know, Twilight Zone is, is a very famous, uh, uh, anthology TV series. You have Tomorrowland. That was a 2015, if I'm not mistaken. With with, with Hugh Laurie. Yep. One of my favorites, actually. And then the other one that that I that was a weird technicality was that I actually didn't know was, you know, Animal Kingdom first opened and the ride Dinosaur was not called Dinosaur. It was called Escape from Extinction or something. Yeah, like Countdown to Extinction or something like that. And it wasn't until that movie that it was rebranded Dinosaur. Now, I don't know if that one was necessarily the movie was inspired by the ride or whether that was just a coincidence. I don't know. But to me, those were the ones that I could find that like were based on park attractions. Did you did you find any more in, in your digging? Well, and this is where things get a little they get a little wonky because it, it's it's if we're going to be true to what our criteria is. It's movie is based on the attraction. So like you said, Country Bears 2002 is clearly based on an attraction. There's also um, what is called uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, um, but was originally branded The Wind in the Willows, and they renamed it Mr. Toad's Wild Ride to tie it into the attraction in 1996. So that one's kind of got a little bit of a weird kind of nest to it as well. 
um, they, 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 they renamed it when they released it on VHS and later on DVD. And really the reason on that is because they, they, they kind of boxed it as a box set of a Disney Parks attraction set to sell alongside the Country Bears and the Haunted Mansion. So it's kind of a weird thing there. Um, again, you mentioned Haunted Mansion, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. Tower of Terror was direct to TV. Dinosaur doesn't, in my mind, doesn't really count only because there was Countdown to Extinction, was which, which was its own thing. Then Eisner had this movie property of Dinosaur and said, well, let's rebrand this Countdown to Extinction less than a year later, really, to Dinosaur so it corresponds to the movie. So I don't really necessarily count that as a movie based on an attraction um, because I think the movie um, or the attraction came after the movie or kind of came at the same time as the movie, if you will. Um, yeah, there's and, also and I, mission, I, I, we don't there's need to talk about that mission one. to Mars. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I did see mission that one. To Mars too. Yep. Um, which, you know, that one stars um, uh, Gary Sinise, which by the way, he makes a cameo in mission space. So that one kind of is like that as well. Tomorrowland we talked about, and of course Pirates, which we'll talk about later. So there's not a lot of these movies, but there's definitely a couple. I think the ones we should probably focus on are, you know, Country Bears, Tomorrowland, and probably uh, Tower of Terror, and then Haunted Mansion. I think would be the four main ones that make the most sense to focus on, because the other ones are kind of eh, you know what I mean? Yeah, the other ones are just kind of more, like, really to me those four are the ones that have like really direct correlation of they were trying to make a movie based on the attraction or i guess in the in the world of tomorrowland a land so i i guess i'm going to start with the movie i have never seen i've never seen the country bears so uh, I, i'm the reviews that i have read online as i did a deep dive uh can't say that it's a movie that's popping off the screen for everybody, but mm-hmm. um, um, it, so it I mean, it, but it, it, for Walken and Haley Joe yeah. Osment, it cracks me up. Yeah, it, it, like it seemed to have a pretty all star cast, but I, that was a movie that it's hard to say it was a flop because I don't think they actually anticipated that it was going to be a hit. It it just like they just kind of you know how studios just kind of make movies to make movies sometimes it seems like i feel like this was just like all right we got to put something out let's try to boost some attendance into country bear jamboree uh here we go let's do a country bears movie it it was a flop i mean it was it was a flop it had a budget of 35 million dollars and literally grossed 18 million ouch (laughs) yeah i mean i don't think they were expecting it to be a hit but it flopped i mean it lost 17 million dollars just off of its budget that doesn't even include them any marketing that they would have probably done i am shocked i am shocked that the country bears still exist in the theme park i i really am i mean i think it's fun it's a hoot sometimes to watch the one girl come down from the ceiling and sing but like i'm just shocked that i mean it, it, like there's a number of reasons why you keep old-timey attractions around legacy you know people you know have some nostalgia for it or whatever but no one goes in there anymore like it's not even a capacity killer anymore 
it's got it's got a big cult classic following. Like there's a lot of people that live in California because it's no longer in California that it's a big gripe that we, we don't have Country Bear Jamboree. It's apparently huge in Japan. That's that's where it's got a big following is is Japan. You know, you know why they you know you know why they is because Japanese folks think that that's what America's like. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I mean, it's not, you don't like your life. Isn't just one big country bear jamboree. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry that that movie or that show, that show, it, 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 it makes no surprise to me why the movie was as horrible as the movie was. And again, I've never yeah. seen it. I have no I have no inclination, no desire to go see it because is it, is it on Disney Plus? Horrendous. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm oh, sure yep. Watch the Country Bears it. on Disney Plus. Well, um, I can tell you what I'm not doing after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Future Matt here. Uh, so at this point, we usually play a clip, and uh, we're still going to do that. But I, I feel like it needs uh, explanation, so you don't just go, "What in the world did I listen to?" Uh, this is an actual clip from the movie. Um, I, I found it on YouTube. Uh, Christopher Walken's character uh, has taken the country bears hostage, and this is the big reveal of why he is so angry at the country bears. And apparently it has something to do with 30 years ago he was a performer and he can armpit fart the 1812 overture and somehow the country bears ruined it. I, I don't really know, but you're going to hear the clip of uh, uh, Christopher Walken telling the country bears that that he ruined his life and then he proceeds to f armpit fart the 1812 overture. So that's what you're about to hear. Okay, great. Here it is. You ruined my life! Well, it's not our fault you became a banker. Not that! What are you talking about? This! Ah! What are you doing? What are you, what's he doing? I, I, You're welcome, everybody. Didn't know you needed that, did you? Okay, I promise this is the last time I'm going to interrupt. Back to the show. Okay, so I think the reasons why the movie was not successful do speak for itself. I mean, it was true. Just, just reading some of the articles on this, the aesthetic was pretty true to the original attraction, but that's what made it so WTF, like, what's going on like seriously like why in the world like first of all christopher walken's a weird guy anyway um <laughs> to, to put him in a in a world with talking animatronic bears i just uh, i'm looking it, at this it's, picture right now of him talking to this bear it's creeps me out yeah it, it's it it was too out there um so i i want to now touch on though a film that i didn't think was out there and one that you actually like and to be honest with you i, I kind of like too and that's tomorrowland I love Tomorrowland. I have been waiting for Tomorrowland to come to Disney Plus, and it won't arrive to Disney Plus until like next November because of previous streaming right stuff. Yeah, and and that's one where so this is by it's directed by Brad Bird. So I mean, guy behind The Incredibles and and so like good films, and and I really like the take that they had on it. It's it's kind of a really inspiring film and got some cool moments in it and all this other stuff. 
And that's one that I watched that film and went, why? This is weird that this didn't do. I don't want to say it was not like a box office smash hit and everyone picked up on it, but it's pretty well panned. And I'm not entirely sure why. Here, here's my theory. Okay. This is where we got to get a little philosophical. You and I live in a world of fandom where we're at, where we are at a crossroad of people who are lay Disney, lay Marvel, lay Star Wars, lay Pixar fans who visit the parks because they know the Disney properties and they experience the parks for the Disney property, the properties, the IP. Yes. Then there's the other fandom who appreciates all of that, but they also understand the, the nerd, the nerdum, the fandom of the parks themselves. They understand the meaning behind orange bird. They understand the meaning behind figment. They understand what EBCOT stands for experimental prototype community of tomorrow, where a general layperson may not go to EBCOT and ever care what EBCOT stands for. There, there are two types of fans. There's the general lay fan who knows the IP. And then there's the other fan who knows the IP and also understands and appreciates the detail of what the Walt Disney company is and what Walt set out to do and all that stuff. The problem is, is movies that are based on attractions like Tomorrowland, like the country bears, like haunted mansion, like tower of terror. Apparently I'm very nervous about what jungle cruise will potentially be as well. Now there's some stuff that it very well could help that, but I'll get to that in a minute. The problem is, is Disney is banking that that second fan base, the fan base that appreciates the parks as much as they appreciate the IP, they're banking that that fan base, base, in my mind, they think it's bigger than what it really is. Yes, there are millions of us out there who appreciate the parks and the fans, the fandom of the parks, but they're not the same level as this other IP fan base over here that's more the general layperson. And so you tell somebody you're making a movie about Tomorrowland, no matter how much of a nod you give it to the actual Tomorrowland that is in the parks, no matter how hard you try to make that connection, there's not enough of us who understand that connection and then therefore are willing to pay money for it. Furthermore, if Disney doesn't do it right, that fan base that does appreciate it is going to get really upset. And I think that's what happened with Tomorrowland. The story of Tomorrowland in my mind was a brilliant story. I loved it. It had some great nods to Tomorrowland, uh, the land in Disney World and Disneyland. But to those hardcore fans, which we are included, they didn't do it right. They didn't do it justice. There was very few connections. I think this is also one of the reasons we're going to get to Haunted Mansion in a minute why the Haunted Mansion was panned. They made very few connections to the Haunted Mansion. So Disney's kind of, it's a situation where they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Yeah, I mean, it, very much so. 
Um, yeah, I had not considered that explanation, and and I I I, I, I think you're right. Answer, but... No, no, no. I, <laughs> I I think that's a I think that's a very good explanation. And even because Tomorrowland isn't an attraction per se, it's a land. I think that even like separates it further, where it's like, wait a minute. So I'm going to see a movie about a land in a theme park. Like I, I, I can get that. Whereas a movie like Tower of Terror uh, say, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. I understand the gist of the story of what Tower of Terror is and going to see a movie. That sounds kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, it, any on on non haunted mansion ones before we launch into haunted mansion here. Um, um, any other thoughts? Like, I, again, I haven't seen the Tower of Terror movie, uh, so I, I it's hard for me to. Uh, comment on it, but also straight to TV. Again, the reviews I'm reading, it's not necessarily anyone's wildly favorite movie. Yeah, I think, again, being a straight to TV movie already kind of sets it behind, sets it behind anyway. But there's also the, um, you know, the fact that, you know, that even just how we're referring to it, it's not the Tower of Terror. The official name of the attraction is the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Yet the film makes no connection to the Twilight Zone whatsoever. It's mm. its its own thing. So again, you're back in that territory where true Parks fans are going to be upset by the fact that yeah. you're not paying proper homage or homage to to um what the 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 attractions all about right you know and before we you know we're going to talk about the haunted mansion here momentarily because i think that's the one that most people think of but you know let's just briefly talk about jungle cruise this is what scares me about jungle cruise jungle cruise is a beloved disney attraction that dates back to walt disney himself there's so much lore so much um history that goes into that attraction the the skipper t- canteen has been built based around that there is a tr- and, and, and disney's put a lot of money into this movie i mean they've got an all-star cast with Dwayne Dwayne the rock johnson it, it looks good from the previews but the question i have is how do you build a hour and 45 minute two hour movie around one liner quips that is a 15 minute boat ride. I mean, that's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I I, I will say I'm optimistic because I, I think that they, they obviously will play into some of the jokes and clearly they have to give a, they're, they're making a bigger story. You know, really the jungle cruise story is that you're just on a jungle cruise and that's, that's it. There's not like a real plot. So, Clearly, they're they're having to get a plot um, and create one. But well, I, before I, you before you continue there, though, that that technically isn't even accurate. I mean, it's accurate in the original plot line of the Jungle Cruise was you were on a Jungle Cruise and that was pretty much it. But you you know, and you and I have talked about this. The world of the Jungle Cruise has expanded beyond yes. just that fifteen minute boat ride because there is the jungle skip skipper canteen there is pleasure island there is trader all those parts, all those things trader sam's all those things that have built around it you've got to ask yourself if they want to do it right they're going to incorporate all of that into it 
if they do it wrong, they're going to create a whole new story. And that's going to piss a lot of people off. Well, and, and I, I have to say that I, I hope that this is not something that does well. And then they're like, oh, you know what this ride needs? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, it's I fine. Mean, it, but the thing is, is you know that that's where they're going to go with it because they did it with Johnny Depp. Yeah, but I I don't think that I mean again we'll talk about this um, uh, on on the next episode. It, Pirates and the character of Johnny Depp took over. I don't see Dwayne the Rock Johnson's character taking over. I, I think it'll be good and fun, but I don't think it's going to take over. You don't think that if if Jungle Cruise does well, that it would warrant a refresh of the ride itself to make it more palatable to an audience that knows the jungle. Like I think the reason why Johnny Depp took over the pirates franchise is because people came to know pirates of the Caribbean, not because of the ride, but because of the movie. So they wanted to, to, to synergize the two. I, could I see think a situation where if this takes off, they want to refresh the jungle cruise you know, and, and you can't make the argument that, well, it's an original, you know, Walt wanted to want it because so was Pirates. I mean, Pirates was an original and 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 it had just as much sentimental value as Jungle Cruise does. I I, I honestly I don't think and, and this is a really weird, weird, weird reason to to um to think that. So uh, for Christmas, I got a Jungle Cruise board game, um, which clearly was supposed to come out with the release of the movie. But, you know, they just released a bunch of product, you know, Soul had that, too. Um, and so they released a bunch of Jungle Cruise stuff and it is fantastically themed, does not have any like Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt, anything in it. It feels like a Jungle Cruise game and it's a lot of fun. And so I, I, I think in order for them to want to retheme to the movie, that movie has to absolutely shatter box office expectations and become a worldwide phenomenon. And I think the jungle cruise movie is going to be a fun movie that is going to do well, but not well enough to a point that it's going to demand a retheme of the entire ride. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. So let's shift our gears over to, to the haunted mansion for just a couple of minutes. You know, it's funny because, you and I oftentimes say that the haunted mansion was not, was not successful, but you know, looking at just the numbers, I mean, it's budget was 90 million. It brought in 182 million. So I mean, it doubled, it doubled its budget. Um, I think one of the reasons why the haunted mansion gets to a little bit more criticism than probably it rightfully deserves is because it was going up against the behemoth of Pirates of the Caribbean. I think what Disney saw was we created Pirates. It was this box office just craziness. Let's see if we can have the, you know, if we can, if we can trap the genie in the bottle again and, and see if we can, you know, get, or I'm sorry, lightning in the bottle again and, um, and see if, if we can do it with the Haunted Mansion. And I would argue that, the haunted mansion was a mild success, even though it got raked over the coals by the critics, it still had again, some successful metrics with it. Yeah. I just think it, it from an, from a movie that's trying to base itself on a ride, 
it didn't know what it wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, clearly what they were trying to do was capture it with, okay, we had a big name in Johnny Depp for pirates. So who are we going to get for this movie? We're going to get Eddie Murphy. And Which made sense considering, you know, he had just come off of the Shrek franchise and all that stuff. Oh. So he was kind of a big commodity at that point. Exactly. Huge name. I, I, I get it, but the movie starts with really this horror vibe where you're going through the opening credits and it's you know, like, like the guy hangs himself and all this other stuff. And then it goes into this like goofy Eddie Murphy stuff. And it, and it, it, it didn't, it, to, to go to your point on the, the lay person versus the, you know, park fans, the people who are fans of a haunted mansion don't want an, at least the vibe I get is don't want an Eddie Murphy like goofing up in the haunted mansion. They 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 couldn't decide whether they wanted to go comedy or they wanted to go horror. I felt like they either they needed to pick away and go with it. They bounced too much in between. And then just the cookie cutter story of like, oh, great, a workaholic dad who is going to learn his lesson that really it's his wife and kids mm-hmm. that are it, it just felt so cookie cutter. And unfun. I think, there is, I think there is some, I don't know, dramatic kind of fate, if you will, that they didn't know where they wanted to go with the movie, whether they wanted to be horror, whether they wanted to be funny. We know from our conversation with Kaylee in the Haunted Mansion episode that when you know we were talking about the history of the Haunted Mansion, when they were first deciding how they wanted the Haunted Mansion to be put together. Some wanted to be funny. Some wanted to be a horror. So they kind of settled on this compromise. It almost makes me wonder if the executives for the movie, you know, thought that a compromise would work for the movie as well. Um, But I think you're right. I think it goes back to the argument that, that I made earlier, which is that super fan, not the general layperson fan. The general layperson fan, they're not going to go see the Haunted Mansion because it's not based on a general IP property. The disney super fan who understands the history behind the haunted mansion they're going to go see it and they're going to want to see ties to the attraction you get kind of a a a a lukewarm porridge not too it's not too hot it's not too cold it's in the middle and unlike the three bears it's the goldilocks three bears it's not right it's too lukewarm and so people say eh it's okay but it's not it's not a movie i'll watch again and so therefore you get the reaction you get. Yeah, I just, I, I, wa- I, I watched this movie. I, it had been a while since I've watched it. And so I was like, you know what? Did I just, you know, when, 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 I, when you're 16 or you're 17, I, I, I had this where everyone was telling me this movie was bad. And so, oh, well I'll jump on the bad way. And yeah, this movie's bad. And so, you know, I, I wanted to come back to it and be like, okay, let me look at this with fresh eyes. And I'm watching just going, this I'm just not enjoying myself. This is just, Mm. it's, it's, it's the, the plot is cookie cutter. They can't tell what it wants to be. The nods to the haunted mansion are like, it felt like they were like, okay, we got to like put this in there for the fans. Uh, You know what? Just like put them there and, and they'll be in the scene for like 15 seconds and that'll be it. Hey, that sounds great. Like it, 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 it was just, the the whole movie i kept kind of waiting for it to to have a moment where i was like oh that was really cool and and i i think the moment that that really tanked it for me was uh eddie murphy's character comes upon madame leota and and she 
makes all the, you know, raises him up in the air and, and makes all this, uh, you know, stuff fly around the room. And it's like, this could be a really scary and, and, and intense scene. And instead you just get the Eddie Murphy, like, what are you doing? Oh, put me down, put me down. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Put me down. Lift us from the black and show us, show us the way back. Dark spirits. Hey, no dark spirits. Don't you make no dark spirits come out. Lift us, lift us up to the light and lead us through this stormy night. And it's like I, this is just this is just bad. It's so bad. I I I I don't know what else to say about it. So I, I don't just think yeah. it's that bad. Like my goodness, you're making it out like it's the worst movie in history. I to me, if I was to give it a, a score at one out of ten, I'd give it a six. I mean, it's oh. in my mind, it's a decent movie. I it's not a bad movie. I I oh, like same. some of the. See, apparently, you and I are on two different wavelengths with this one. I guess. Yeah, I, I I think that from from a standpoint of and 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 I think here's the thing, movies like that we that we talked about were like Country Bears and in Tomorrowland for and and things like that, um, it, these aren't huge attractions that like have a huge following. Haunted Mansion has a following. There are people that love this attraction and so to me kind of the biggest flop why why i consider this one to be the biggest flop is because they were trying to hit a home oh, run i think with you, country you bears consider and haunted mansion, you consider haunted mansion to be the biggest flop i i think it's a huge flop really? i think i think this property oh my. they coming off of pirates they could have had two you know pillars of theme park attraction into movie and they just goofed this up all right i'm gonna ask you a question what could they have done to do it better i think they needed to do it more creepy i i don't want to say full-blown horror but maybe even so like make it more of a i think had they done a scary movie again pirates was pg-13 there's no reason that you could not have done a pg-13 haunted mansion haunted mansion movie it it, it, it another thing that i didn't like about it is they almost felt like okay well you know pirates was pg-13 we don't want to do that let's do a pg version for the kids and th- no the i think the the people the the reason that they it, that it didn't do so well is because it was trying to be too many things to too many people i think had they made it more creepy more focused on the horror i think it would have done a lot better it's funny because i don't i don't think of the haunted mansion the attraction as a scary attraction to me i think if they're gonna do it differently i i don't see them going towards the horror side i see them going more towards the funny side i don't know i don't know i mean put it this way i would also be okay with them choosing okay, we're going to go the funny side. And I think that could be good. Um, but I, I think they just need yeah, to I pick, pick something. That, it could just be that don't make a movie out of an attraction like that. I mean, maybe you strike gold once with pirates and that's because and we'll talk about pirates next time, but that's because pirates is pirates. People are, are, are excited about an adventure but, you know, again, I'm also jaded. I'm not a fan of the Pirates franchise. So it's going to be really interesting to have our conversation about that because, again, I think you and I are on two different wavelengths in that regard, too. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it does sound like we may get a chance to um, see uh, they're looking to reboot the, the Haunted Mansion with a brand new movie. So maybe we'll get a chance to see somebody else's vision for it and see if it's any better. Um, you know, it could be that Eddie Murphy is too much of a well-known character actor. And so his presence alone made it awkward because mm-hmm. we know his trope. And if, yeah, they go no, that's with true. Little, if they go with a little bit lesser known, lesser known cast that we don't know the trope, we don't know the way the actors act or whatever, that maybe we get more out of it that way. I don't know. I guess here, here's another thing that I just thought of is that movie is focused on Eddie Murphy and his family. I want a movie that's focused on the residents of the Haunted Mansion. I do too. I want a movie that's focused on Constance on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I, I'm the in. Hat, the hat 100%. Box you know, maybe the hat yes. box ghost is like Uncle So-and-so, and there's a reason he lost his head. Yes. It's focused oh my on gosh. The stretching, the stretching paintings that are in the foyer. I agree with you. I would definitely have. I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's the key. That movie was focused too much on his family and the tired trope of working dad learns his lesson. And it could have been much more focused on the residents of the haunted mansion and what, what goes on there. Why, why it's a haunted mansion, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Casey Disney, if you're listening, hire He just, Casey just <laughs> described the movie. Yes. All right. It's closing time. Uh, you want to get a hold of us, contact us as the beers and ears podcast on Facebook uh, you can get us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at beers ears 1928 and also email us at beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com. Again, this is kind of part one of a part two episode. The next episode will be discussing pirates and why it was so successful, what made it successful and you know, the differences between these ones we discussed today. So uh, Matt, you want to close this out? Yes, and because that is Casey's favorite movie franchise, we're going to be doing a five-part series on each of the... Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm totally I'm kidding. Now, right now. <laughs> I'm totally oh, kidding. Lord. Yeah, no, it, it's going to be fun. We're, we'll hope, so we'll hope, hope you enjoyed this and you'll and that you'll you'll join us. Uh, Put it this way. Uh, if, we, if we've got to do a five-part series, we're going to be doing an episode on Home on the Range. I'm just saying. <laughs> the five-part series of Pirates of the Caribbean with an interlude of Home on the Range. Oh, <laughs> God. No, we're not oh. doing that. Terrible. Just we're we're gonna we're gonna have it's been a fun episode. We're talking about Pirates of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Going to be totally fun. Totally join us on the next episode. Casey, let's raise that glass uh, and uh, uh, toast to this episode. It has been on us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night.